All right, we are back, Kirby. So excited to have you here. And we've had a great conversation this week all about opting out of struggle and opting into joy in our professional and personal lives. And so my last question always is, how do you center joy in your personal life? And I give context to it in the sense that I feel like Black women particularly, we are really good at excelling professionally. And we're really good at, some of us are really great at entrepreneurship. There's just a lot of things that we do and we do really well. Personal life, though, seems to be a point where struggle might be the last area to leave. It's the last place struggle still hanging out a little bit. And so I love to hear from you. You've talked a little bit about it already um, at our last conversation, but I'd really like to hear from you how you do more of this joyful living in your personal life. How do you nourish yourself in your personal life? Well, that itself has been a journey. The number one way I would say I got really clear. I got really, really clear about what stays and what goes. I got really clear about uh, my own set of standards that were not selfish, but are just requirements for my optimal good. And then it took a lot of, and I'll keep using this word, um, hyper-personal time, which seems counterproductive when we're always trying to show up online and in person and there's new things to learn, but getting really quiet and taking stock of my life and kind of breaking some of those old relationships that were so concrete in my head because I had real lived experience that they weren't true. So for example, if you are happy, then you're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Or if you are joyful and you're doing things that are lit up, oop, that's a telltale sign that you're neglecting something really important. And it might sound funny when I say it, but for those of you listening, and even this is a good reminder for me, how many things have we decided not to do? Or how many things have we done in a diluted fashion so that it shows that we're still committed to a cause or still committed to a person? And so having joy in my life uh, personally and in a really deep-seated way came first on getting very clear on what I need and what I require. Um, even in some of my closest relationships during this time, I had to have some um, hard, clear unwavering conversations where uh, when you have a tragedy arrive in your life, um, sometimes it just, it helps trim the fluff. (laughs) And there were times during that where I had to look people right in their face and say, I love you. The journey has been what it is. I'm in the hardest time of my life. There are people whose lives actually are depending on me. And if this ends I will survive this too. So I want you to know that if this ends, I will survive this too. I'm not saying that I want that to happen, but I want to let you know the gravity of the conversation we're about to have and and why it's so important. And a few of those had to take place. Some of those ended in, in a parting of ways. Some of those ended in uh, kind of that shocked, sobering look because they're like, wait, but I'm used to you being the one who just kind of takes it. But then it invited them into more clarity with themselves and started another journey. So I would say having joy wasn't just doing more, like I said, kind of the fluffy rainbows, butterflies kind of things. My, my joy is anchored in a really earned place because I had to have some courageous conversations. I had to go about some courageous acts, but all the while 
every version of me that had suffered in silence, that had cried, that had felt lonely, that had felt isolated, that had felt abandoned, felt more atoned for, more liberated in each one of those circumstances. So realizing that I have to come home to me first. And that's why the subtitle of my book is A Guide to Coming Home to Yourself. Because it got became abundantly clear that I had just shaved off and left pieces of who I really am along the roadside of life in deference to uh, showing up for other things and people first. And even though those things are important to me, I made a very conscious decision and I have to keep revalidating that decision every day that every situation I'm in gets the integrated version of Kirby. Not because it's you're going to get what you get because the integrated version of Kirby is a gift. If I believe that I was designed in a such a way, who am I to leave some of the features out? <laughs> and so really being a more integrated version, being a version that has come home to myself, that has recollected myself, that has dusted off parts that were latent and I put a pin in to pick up and heal parts that were broken and left bleeding, but didn't have time for, to really bring those back home. And to me, home is a place of safety and warmth and wonder and rest and optimism and awe and grounding. And when I didn't have that, when my, in my quiet moments, uh, I knew I knew I was not in a good space. So really integrating and infusing joy into my life required me to get um, very clear, very intentional. And also, which all those kind of sound hard and militant, but it was really a beautiful process, but also required me to be more open. And well, yeah. and I'm learning every day, life is a big paradox <laughs> where you got to hold two things that seem in opposition. So while I became very clear and I got really good at the goodbye and good luck, not goodbye and good luck in a harsh way, but yeah. goodbye and good luck, because it's really clear. It's really clear to me. It may not be clear to you just yet, but it's really clear that our journey together in this fashion is not aligned with where I'm headed. And so good luck in finding what you need to come alongside, but I'm not it. So I became very clear and good at that. But then also having a certain openness and awe and wonder helped me to feel more joyful. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black stories, Black truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be 
about us, without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts. Deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to Butcher Box, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that Butcher Box offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With Butcher Box, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. Butcher Box is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Did you know Black Girl Burnout has a YouTube channel now? We created this channel to give you even more bonus content, things you will not find on the podcast like Hey Girl Chats. This is where we build community through conversation with ordinary women like you and myself. It's informal, it's fun. We guarantee you're gonna love it. Also on the channel will be affirmations dropped monthly as well as guided meditations and all our guest interviews. So head over to YouTube and opt in by subscribing to our channel and catch all the new content. Because when you're in a hard situation and when you're used to being an overachiever, what do we all have? We have plans, we have to-do lists, we have contingencies, we have degrees, we have all these things, right, that we think can kind of shore us up and head us in the direction. But when you are planning for the whole in life, this big goal, and you've done all the things, what do you do when you're looking at the shattered pieces of that whole? What do you do when you're left staring at something that's never going to be the whole again? And no degree, no money, no partner, no zip code can heal any of it. You have to come back home to yourself. You have to be really clear. And then you also have to have some awe and openness for resources to come online that you can't see yet. And that has brought me so much joy, so much peace. It's allowed me to be where my feet are and not so radically did I do everything because I promise you, you could do everything and still have everything wiped away. And so part of my joy now is knowing that I'm on purpose. I'm in purpose. I'm aligned. And so the resources, the people, the connections, they're flowing toward me. There's a quote that I love. And in my book, there's like a quote on every page. Uh, There's a quote that I love, and I'll paraphrase it a bit by Oprah, where she says, nourish what makes you feel confident, contented, and connected, and opportunity will rise to meet you. And so I don't have to chase it. I don't have to be perfection. I don't have to try to cobble something together. I'm unsure of. She said, nourish what makes you feel confident, connected, and content. Well, I know all those things. Pour into those things and opportunity will rise to meet you. And that brought me so much joy. It allowed me to take a deep breath. It signed kind of this much bigger permission slip that I've been searching for in all of these other areas. And so the way that I bring joy into my personal life now is realizing that I don't have it all figured out. But at the same time, there are some things that I'm really, really clear about and are non-negotiables. And by me staying in those, it cracks open the most beautiful life. It's permission giving to myself first and then anyone else that 
is in my sphere of influence. And to me, that brings me a deep, deep joy that I know that if it were all over tomorrow, what I left on my last page, I'm so thankful for. And I'm so thankful that it didn't have to fit into anyone's neat box definition. It was on no guidance counselor's list of get a degree in this to do what I'm doing. It started here first. And it started with me getting really quiet, getting really clear and understanding what's what's Kirby's path. What is for me? And relentlessly pursuing that. I love all of that and cannot be said any better. It's so funny as you were going through all your description, you were like using all these adjectives that were like titles of podcasts that I've already done about opting into clarity. I I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, so funny. But I really do believe, as you said eloquently, the path to joy is through clarity that there, it begins with you. And there's so much you cannot account for in life, but, and so much left to still discover and to be in awe of, as you've mentioned, but it, one thing you can, you can be sure about is that when you are clear about yourself, it is a game changer. Like the clarity Mm -hmm. is the path to joy. And it doesn't mean it doesn't take work. It doesn't mean it doesn't have to have hard conversations and sometimes more hard and more difficult decisions. But on the other side of that, is joy on the other side of that waiting to meet you is joy and Oprah phrase it. And you said possibility, but also mm-hmm. joy is possibility, right? That you get to unlock what yeah. is possible for you in any way that you want. So this was beautiful, Kirby. Uh, this was a beautiful Thanks. conversation. I'm very excited. I'm very thankful that you created this book and that you create these spaces on a more kind of global scale. We're going to put the link to your book, Nourish, How to Come Home to Yourself and make sure people know where to find that and make sure people know where to connect with you. Thank you so much. And I would just, I would leave on this and uh, it's a quote by a friend. He's an author who's become a friend uh, and his name is Donald Miller. And the quote says, do not wait to until you're transformed to live a great story. Live a great story and the story itself will transform you. And so I hope anyone who's listening, you just really take some time to steal away and consider what is a part of my great story and give yourself the permission to take the guardrails down and write and be free. What does my great story look like? And what does one step in that direction feel like? And what would I need for that to happen? Because I promise you, I promise you, you take that first step into your great story and that will transform you. You don't have to put anything on hold to be a better version of yourself, a lighter, a 15 pounds lighter version of yourself, a more educated version of yourself. Take a step toward that great story and that story itself will transform you. I appreciate the time. I appreciate this connection and I look forward to us kind of exploring in the future. Yes. Kirby Miller, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Black Girl Burnout. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't subscribe and follow the podcast, we're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK 
girl burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. I'm